and we are recording uh apologize everybody uh claire lopez supposed to be here uh but something popped up which is completely fine um happens all the time fuck so actually we're doing the first solo rant that i've done in a long time and ironically enough somebody a friend of mine when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And texted me last night and actually asked, you haven't done a solo rant in a while. That's not really a question. I suppose it's a statement. And I just said I hadn't really been feeling them. They kind of come to me. Um, the solo rants either come to me or they uh, they happen like right now when uh, when there's an un- unexpected canceling and I kind of am just geared up and ready to go anyway. So I just say, fuck it, let's do it. Uh, for anybody that's a new listener, and I haven't done a solo right in a while, so there probably are some new listeners. This is just where these hard drives are really out of, they're not lined up. Um, a solo rant. A solo rant is where, uh, I just kind of talk and, uh, try to fill space. It's what I would do a lot early on. And, um, if they're often not planned, which kind of makes them a little tricky. Like, right now, I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. Fuck, hold on. The dryer's making a lot of noise. Sorry about that. So, um, yeah, so Solar Rant is where uh, I either want to talk about something by myself or it is when uh, something happens and the I don't have a guest. So, uh, fuck, what am I doing? And as you can see, they are very sloppy, full of mistakes, and uh, fuck it, we'll do it live kind of energy. So that's what we're doing. Um, But I suppose I could touch on a topic I talked about with uh, retired Lieutenant Colonel Bernie Flowers yesterday. And it kind of seems like, right, because when you look back at history, it always always makes sense because it's always neat and perfect and clear and concise. Right, you graduate eighth grade and you go to high school, and then you do those four years, and you go to college, and then you blah blah blah, and it's all kind of neat and concise. But it never feels like that when you're in it. It's always a complete and total clusterfuck. Maybe that wasn't a good analogy because that those you know you're going into for four years at a time. So maybe like post college, where it's still kind of concise in hindsight, right? Like as I've talked about ad nauseum on the show, because I'm a fucking loser. I got into medical school but decided not to go. Not long after that, I lost a, a sibling to suicide. Then I got really into graphic design. I moved home. But even now, in hindsight, I still kind of put, like, an artificial, like, block around it. I'm like, oh, there was, like, that was the drug abuse time, followed by the depression time, followed by the graphic design time, followed by the, right? And I look back and I'm like, oh, and there's where I moved out of my parents' house. And that was the that was the apartment time. And that was, even now, I, I categorize it in my head. It was episodes 418 through 980. And I'm like, that was the Salisbury, Maryland time. And before that was the Ocean City, Maryland time. But it's never that way when it's happening. And so, who's that general right after 9-11? He 
talked about. He like brought someone into his office and said that over the next 20 years, the United States is going to destabilize seven countries that were involved in 9-11. Like, we weren't going to nuke them. I mean, this is all this is all under the assumption that we didn't do 9-11. But it's like, we're not going to nuke them. It's like that patch, that PSYOPs patch. It says, you know, because physical wounds heal, so we're going to fuck you in the brain. There is something kind of hardcore... Not good. I mean, millions of people died. But just face value, there's some kind of hardcore about, like, we're not going to nuke you, but we are going to take 20-year Arab Spring, kind of, it's along those lines, like, that was halfway through this operation, started in fall 01, finished when we left Kabul. But it's like, we're going to take 20 years and we're going to destabilize seven countries. We're not going to bomb you. Well, we're going to bomb you, but we're going to completely disintegrate and deteriorate your society. Now, that's not good, and a lot of innocent people died. Mostly innocent people died. But when you look back, like I remember watching the Arab Spring in the, uh, I, would, I would watch the news uh, during lunch when I lived in the frat house, fall 2010, spring 2011 in Valdosta, Georgia, and it seemed organic, maybe because I was a 21-year-old dipshit who was like, the libertarians take it over the world, and uh, you know, of course you look back and you're like, oh, it was, that was just CIA toppling of the sovereign nations, but it kind of makes more sense. Right. When you look at all those like Rand studies, like after the Korean War, but like before Kennedy even got in office and it was like prepare for a jungle war. I was like, what the fuck's a jungle? And then we ended up in Vietnam a decade later and I was like, what the fuck is that? What? What? Like it starts to get a little hairy. Like what? How long is this shit planned? Like what is really going on in the world? Right. And so I'm looking now more and more at the apparent clusterfuck of like the last three years. And it's starting to look less and less like a clusterfuck. I should preface this by saying I'm not really for or against any of it. I'm just kind of observing and doing podcasts and playing video games. So there's no, you know, well, Tommy, why did you say that? I don't give a shit. I'm just watching the game, right? I'm a commentator. And I'm like, oh, he's running to the 20, to the 10. Oh, you're rooting for them? No, but there is a guy running to the 20 and 10. You fucking retard. So that's kind of how I look at this. So preface all that to say, right, we know China is a threat. A threat at the very least because we're the top dog. Threat doesn't necessarily mean that, like, we're better or worse. I think we are, but I think we are better. But just objectively doesn't really matter it's just we're in a zero-sum game it is the world is still a jungle you know we we shave our balls and we have uber eats but like we're still just chimps just vying for resources and pussy so we are the top dog and we don't want anyone to replace us it's zero-sum game it doesn't really matter if you're a nazi or a commie or whatever you just want to be on the top you want to be on the highest branch on the tree it's just what it is again not for or against it just observing right if I can know about China's 100-year marathon, if I can know about their plan for 2049, if I can know about unrestricted warfare and stealth war, and blah, 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 then people in that elite, deep state, military-industrial complex, IC, whatever you want to call it, they know that too. And... 
I think, and this is not proven, this is just kind of my theory. I think that the length of the the preamble, if you will, the goading into the war, the false flag, the psychological prepping, whatever we want to call it, the foreplay, in whatever little understanding I have of history, it seems like it's directly correlated to the length of the ensuing conflict, right? So it's like, Sending over military advisors, Gulf of Tonkin, and then we're there for 10 years. So it's like a year or two, and it leads to that. Versus like a much smaller, you know, so like it's like Pearl Harbor happened, then we're there for like five years. So we kind of have these blips followed by the thing, right? So what would you do? So now let's observe the Cold War, and I'm getting a little fuzzy on my history. Right, but we finish up with the war. Truman tells Stalin that we have a bomb of a great power. Stalin says, I hope you use it well, knowing full well we had a bomb because of Klaus Fuchs and the Rosenbergs. 1950, Korean War starts. Truman tells his daughter, which we can find in her diary, that he believed that was the beginning of World War Three. Was it Eisenhower who sent Richard Bissell over to the Soviet Union and said how far? Because they start carving up, right? So now we're in like the five years after World War II. We start carving up Europe into these spheres of power, right? Berlin airlift. We start kind of going toe-to-toe. So it's almost like a 10-year... When was the Berlin airlift? That will be very important to whatever bullshit I'm spewing right now. 1948 to 1949. Okay, so that this works out. So that's leading into the Cold War, and then the Cold War lasts to what? Roughly 89 to 91. A nice all 60s, all 70s, all 80s, all 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Good 40 years of just defense contracting orgies. Just feeding at the trough. Now, in that time of, like, 1947, setting up the National Security Act, setting up the U.S. Air Force, setting up the CIA, it seems very slow, but in hindsight, like, that's the thesis to the paper, right? A thesis to a two-paragraph paper sometimes is, like, a sentence. A thesis to a 50-paragraph paper is, like, sometimes it's, like, a paragraph or a page, so that was like the, the, and again, we're looking at it in hindsight. We're looking at it 70, 80 years into the future. So it's very easy to just put it in these boxes. But at the time, that's a long time, right? I mean, think of how long the last three years have felt. Think of, think of 2020, starting with like Trump, you know, just vaporizing Soleimani, General Salami, COVID, Notre Dame catching fire, BLM riots, George Floyd, stolen election, Insurrection, vaccine mandates, Toronto truckers, kind of all the clusterfuck, right? Ukraine war. That feels like a long time. So you got to put yourself in that mindset. Like, that is subjectively a long amount of time. But you have to put yourself... So 1947 till now is what? 60 years is 07, 70 is 17. 
So 76 years. So you got to put yourself 76 years into the future, which is 2099. Fuck. All right. So put yourself in that mindset. 2099. Think of how far that is away. 2030 feels like it's it's the future. 2040 feels like it's either going to be technological singularity or the Terminator. 2050 feels like it's going to be like a post-apocalypse. This is just all the lore in my head based on nothing, never vetted or proven. 2050 feels like, you know, the world's going to be like fractured, like part of the moon's going to be cracked in half orbiting us and we're going to be out in like the Mars or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Think of how far away and almost un... It's almost meaningless, right? It's like when you say there's a hundred trillion, trillion, trillion stars and you're like, I don't... What? It's like there's more stars in the universe than there are grains of sand on the earth. You're like, I, I get it. It's a lot. It's like a kid saying a zillion. You're just like, noted. It's forever, right? He's infinity feet tall. He's a monster. Yeah, whatever. 2099 is so fucking far away. But you got to put yourself in that mindset in order to view 1947, 1948 Berlin Airlift. So what's the whole point of this schizophrenic babbling? I'm not sure. I wonder if I can get them to sponsor me. Eternal Water. Eternal Water. Back in Tommy's Solar Ants. Here at Eternal Water, we aren't beholden the facts or rational discourse. We just like Tommy foaming at the mouth, jacked up on caffeine. If you were to look back at 2099, and again, it seems too weird right now because we're in it. But just... Like, I look at me starting the podcast in December 12th, 2019, and I see it now as like, oh, that was the beginning of a new phase of my life. I started doing the podcast, which means I had to be well-rested if I wanted to talk to people. And I'm in front of a camera, so I got to be clean-shaven. Maybe you should start losing weight. Got to get a haircut, put on clean clothes. Got to meditate. Got to exercise beforehand. Got to start reading. I now look back at it, and it's like very clearly a new chapter in my life, like a new testament, where it's like, that's when everything changed. But at the time, it was just another thing I was doing. I was still doing graphic design. I was still take, taking classic, uh, not classic, taking classes that uh, I think it was Southern New Hampshire online, like art classes. <sighs> but now I look back, and it was very clearly like an inflection point. And something could happen now, right? I could find a cat, or you know, just in the last week or the last. Yeah, just in the last week I've started streaming video games. Like, you never know what the inflection point is until way off in the future. So let's imagine it's 2099 and not 2022. Okay. If you wanted to stretch it, right? If you wanted to stretch, like, the Cold War preamble, you could say it started in 1945, right? You could say it started with, like, Truman and Stalin already starting to kind of look at each other like, yeah, we're buddies because we're still defeating the Nazis, but, like, you're already eyeing each other, right? You already have Patton saying we should we should just keep going, right? Splitting up Operation Paperclip, Operation Alsace, coming in and trying to steal everything. We're taking the scientists. The Russians are coming in and grabbing the Nazi scientists at night, putting them on trains, It was already starting to where you were kind of grabbing everything, right? You could maybe argue 2016 
starting to frame Russia as responsible for Trump. Now, I don't know if that's part of the bigger picture. It kind of seems a little more of a stretch. It might just be aligning interests. But it's already sowing hatred for Russia. Right? So we'll just leave that there as like a maybe. Like the Berlin Airlift, you'd say, is probably the beginning of the Cold War. But you could maybe go back to 1945 and talk about like Truman not being honest about the A-bomb, Stalin having moles in operation or in by the Manhattan Project. All right. You can kind of see it starting there, but let's not even call it that. Let's just say 2019. COVID happens. You don't, you know, Tim Dillon, who I quote way too much, he had a good point, like, right after COVID hit. Someone's like, it's it's, it's not a very good bioweapon. And he was like, it's actually a very good bioweapon. If you want to release something that wasn't dangerous enough that wouldn't warrant an immediate nuclear response from the United States, right? It's Is it a thief if only $100 are missing? Well, if he doesn't want you looking, if $100,000 in gold goes missing, the, the bank's going to shut down. And they're going to do a forensic audit. If one Benjamin goes missing, it's probably going to be written off as like an employee, right? Maybe do some drug testing. So in terms of bioweapons go, it was a pretty good one, right? And I think you want to let it simmer. This is different from past in this whole theory I'm talking about, which again, is based on nothing. So if you're getting your panties in a bundle, go fuck yourself. It's different from a USS Maine, a Pearl Harbor... Gulf Tonkin on 9-11, whether organic or not, whether false flags, whatever, the events happened. Well, technically Gulf Tonkin didn't actually happen, but the, the those points in history are. And they lead to uh, they lead to conflict. I think they're evolving. Military industrial complex, deep state Illuminati, whatever the fuck you want to call it. They're not doing the the false flag anymore. It's kind of harder, right? It's kind of harder to say you saw Bigfoot because it's just, well, why didn't you take a picture? Everyone's got a multi-megapixel camera in their pocket. I think they're evolving with the whatever false flag, the preamble, the foreplay to war, whatever. You do COVID. Destroys the economy. Civil unrest. BLM riots, and then you have the other half of the country going, well, how come I can't riot? You get a bunch of white guys going to a motorcycle club. It's called the super spreader event. Have a bunch of people rioting and burning down cities. It's called stunning and brave. Or vice versa, whatever. You can call the Nazis. I, I don't give a shit. I, I, don't, I don't care. There's civil strife. There's arguments. Right? I personally believe that there was a stolen election which moved Trump. I don't know that. It might not be. I don't give a fuck. Maybe people really did just hate Trump. I don't know. Whatever. You still have that friction. So let's just don't get don't fall into the left right. Just observe it as a commentator. Obviously, I have my biases. And I'm going to try to point them out. Vaccine mandates, vaccine injuries, censorship, Twitter files, right? Kickbacks. Uh, the what's the 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 files right now in 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 the UK? Is it called the UK files? There's something right now, March sixth, twenty twenty three. It, it's like a bunch of WhatsApp messages between officials in the UK. Okay. No real hatred for Russia. 2021. 
right? But you could still say there's that simmering, he put Orange Man in there, and now Russia is pushing the big lie. Okay. Russia goes into Ukraine, right? And I've interviewed refugees from Ukraine. I'm not heartless. I understand it's horrible. I understand that they're just poor fucks. I, I was born in America, and I just happened to not have to be in a war zone. They weren't. It's just the luck of the draw. I get it. We pull out of Kabul in summer, fall 2021. The gravy train stops for the military-industrial complex. Now, granted, you still have bases around the world, and the contracts don't actually stop. Base Nation by David Vine is a great one. The Generals Have No Clothes by Will Arkin is another. Contracts aren't stopping. But you need another hot war, right? It's good for politics. You know, you're a wartime, whatever the fuck. And again, this isn't Republican, Democrat, Biden, Trump. I don't, I'm looking at it as just like the entrenched power structure that Eisenhower warned us about, that 30 years prior Smedley Butler warned us about, that fucking didn't Thomas Jefferson say, like, you and I both know, like, bankers run this country. Like, it's the whole, whatever. It's just all the way through. So we need a new gravy train. Russia invades Ukraine. Perfect. Right? We already have the whole Soviet Union. All right. They are the old enemy. And then you pull up, you know, the they put Orange Man in, okay. Now they're invading Ukraine. And we care about that, right? We don't care about Syria or Yemen or Oman. I don't think we're bombing Oman. We don't give a fuck about Iraq or Iran or Afghanistan. We do care about Ukraine because they're white, which is it's just what it is. There's a reason no one gives a shit about any of the other drone wars that we're doing. It's they, You care about that because they're white. It's just what it is. And, as Tim Dillon said, it's because you identify with it. You look at Kiev or something, and there's, like, apartment buildings and highways and streetlights and McDonald's. And you go, oh, that could be here. You look at Damascus, and you're like, you look at Aleppo, and you're like, at, at that, that, or Aleppo, Aleppo, Aleppo. You look at Aleppo, and it's like, the, wait, wait, Aleppo sounds like a shitty, like, Aleppo sounds like a shitty, like, salad delivery startup crowdfunded timeshare like cucumber farm Aleppo alright so we start funneling money there right we're the you know we're the, we're the arsenal of democracy okay that's you know that's cool I get it um and you know whether it's Biden or Biden's handlers again I don't I don't give a shit and the reason I keep bringing that up is because people's brains close down so immediately if you give credit to Biden or criticize Trump or give credit to Trump and criticize Biden. It's, well, why don't you... No one's in charge. It's the military industrial. Just shut the fuck up. It's DARPA. It's IARPA. It's NORAD. It's the it's the actual, not just physically entrenched, but they, there are, there's a machine there, all right? Woodrow Wilson talked about it in 1919. There is a machine. It's just what it is. Biden or his handlers or whatever, but if we're talking about, you know, entire administrations, I think it's fair to say that it includes handlers and the people under them and the the interests. So Obama, Trump, Biden, like, I'm just broad strokes, right? Obviously, you, if you talk about Atlanta, you're not talking about, you're saying it's Atlanta. I'm not talking about a specific person. So Biden, to his credit, the Biden administration, they're getting the EU 
to do what Trump wanted. Trump said NATO's not paying their fair share. Now NATO is paying their fair share, or at least closer to it, which is kind of hilarious to fight for Ukraine. Now, obviously, we're fighting for Ukraine because we have a bunch of interests there, probably blackmail, probably biolabs. It's all kickbacks, whatever. I don't care. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just observing to the 20, to the 25, to the 30. I'm just observing. Ramp up China, uh, not China, Russia bad, right? Because before this, it was Russia put orange man in and then, you know, Trump's whatever getting pissed on by Russian hookers, which I I mean, I'm not going to king shame, but whatever, but still kind of all unsubstantiated. Mueller was kind of a flop or whatever. But now it's legit like Russia's and doesn't matter what the logic is. Doesn't matter what the history is. No one gives a shit. I'm just talking about optics. Russia is bombing Ukraine. This is what it is. So now you have actual meat to back it up. There's actual gold currency to back up the fiat horse shit. Russia bad. And you pound that and pound that and pound that <coughs> into the psyche of everyone, right? And then even people that don't agree with us funding it, you know, half the nation's going to just by default not agree with it because they don't like the person in power. Vice versa, no one likes Trump withdrawing from fucking wherever because orange, whatever. 50% of the nation's just going to not like something because. But there's no way you can look at it and be like, that is shitty, right? So Russia bad, Russia bad, Russia bad. In the same way you're starting, right, everything I don't like is white supremacy. What did Trudeau say, Trudeau say about the unvaccinated? The unvaccinated are often anti-science, misogynistic, and uh, racist. It's what? kind of weird just throw everything in there right so you can start to see the association now anything that touches Russia is now bad alright and this sounds all like a str- and I get it and it probably is but just imagine we're in 2099 we're looking back at this decades behind right so these couple of years are just going to seem like a you're in a history book, and it's like in 1939, Hitler invaded Poland. In 1940, and you just like you immediately just jump 40 months without blinking an eye. We're in those 40 months right now. So anything that touches Russia is bad. Now, all of the sanctions. Uh, what was what's the swift banking? We pulled them. We, we blocked them from there. <sighs> China says we'll work with you and now we're pushing Russia more and more we're at like 100 billion in aid they want fighter jets Abrams tanks right Biden goes there on President's Day does his little speech we're really pushing Russia to where they have to fall into the arms of China and China is now taking that I think in the last week or so and again today's March 6th 2023 in the last week or so, they announced some weird kind of cryptic military technical alliance, I think is what they called it. I don't know what that means. I don't care.
all right, with Russia invading Ukraine, you also, a year back, right, you have everyone looking at Taiwan now. By the end of this year, there will be Taiwanese flags and Twitter profiles. It's just what it is. Get ready. Get ahead of the curve. I stand with Taiwan, right? You know, I've never knocked these hard drives over in, like, three years, and now over the last week, I have, like, bumped them more times than in the last three years combined, which is kind of incredible. I stand with Taiwan. I think that was China that did that. <clears throat> we're gonna, we're, so we're prepping the, the argument now that we need to start sending preemptive aid packages to Taiwan. That's probably coming as well, Right. We need them for our manufacturing, blah, blah, blah. Biden, to his credit, signed that chip bill, which brings, you know, or is establishing high-end, cutting-edge chip manufacturers in the United States. But Biden's fuck off and give credit where credit's due. Jesus Christ. So we're setting Russia and China up. We're pushing them together. They are now buddies. It's like that Mr. and Mrs. Smith poster. I never saw it. I never saw that movie. It looked gay. But the movie poster, right? They're back-to-back. They both have guns out. We're kind of doing that. We're pushing them back to back. They were, by definition, moving backwards. So it's not like they're looking at each other and saying, hey, let's go back to back. They've just hit each other back to back, and now they're together. And now it's easy to go, they're an enemy. They're together. Is that an infantile way to look at this? It sure is. I don't care. We're now making them one one thing, right? And this is what's going to be interesting. And I could be entirely wrong on this, as I often am. But this is going to be interesting, right? So there's like, there are these things that like no one gives a shit a bit, a shit a bit, Jesus Christ, shit a bit. No one gives a shit about, right? There were there were there were cages on the border under under Bush. There are cages on the border under Obama. When it happens on Trump, you have everyone losing their fucking minds. Even who's the guy on Around the Horn on ESPN was like, there are kids in cages and this is wrong. Under Biden, there are still kids in cages and no one gives a shit. Right? That's just a fact. It's just, it's, it's not good. I'm not for it. It's, it is bad, but it's like they're there. No one cares anymore. You care when you need to look at it, right? It's like a corrupt food inspector coming in and being like, Oh, your refrigerator ceiling isn't perfectly, you know, sealed or whatever. And it's like no one's is, but it's left there as a point of leverage. It's like how they say in China, you're technically always breaking a law. Every citizen's technically always breaking a law. You just selectively enforce it when you need to. Oh, you're not cooperating with us. Well, what about your X, Y, and Z, right? It's like we all speed every day. We rarely ever get tickets. If they really wanted to start harassing you, you'd probably get tickets every day. So no one gives a shit about the kids in the kids, right? It's just not there anymore. No one gives a fuck. Biden or Obama deported more illegal immigrants than any other president. No one gives a shit until it's Trump. And then no one gives a shit when it's Biden, right? This is what it is. The drone war started under Bush, continued under Obama, expanded rapidly, gets to Trump and it's bad. No one cares when it's Obama. Whatever. It's so it's, just, it's all horse shit, Right. Climate climate change is raping my grandmother to death. No one cares that China is just burning more coal than every other nation in the world. I don't know if that's an accurate fact. Whatever. No one cares. So my point is, is there are these like selectively, we're all breaking laws, but they're only enforced when they need to be enforced, right? We saw most, most poetically and 
perhaps most blaringly apparent in 2020. If it's a BLM riot, it's stunning and brave. If it's two white guys together, it's a super spreader and they want to kill your grandma and establish a fascist dictatorship. Right? If it's a Trump vaccine, I don't want it. If Biden's in office, get it, you anti-science bigot. It's just, right? It's all horseshit. Nothing's real. I think what we're going to start to see is a demonization of things China's doing that we've known they've been doing forever. Much like the kids at the border, the drone strikes, the deportations, the fucking whatever, right? Let's 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 give credit where credit's due. Biden, right, Mr. Biden inflation, but but Trump Trump printed like 5 trillion dollars during the COVID thing. Like right? No no one cares. It's selective. If there's a Nazi flag at the 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 truckers in Ottawa, they're Nazis through and through by association, despite it probably being a state agitator. If there's not if there's swastikas in Ukraine, it's well, it's you know it's complicated, bro. Like there's a video of this like little girl like saying as often like she has like the the white or the blue and gold swastika behind her, and somebody posted it on Reddit into like what our news or something and all the comments were like like uh this is ta- this is either taken out of context this is a deep fake or uh this is russian bots it's like no it's just there are nazis there. It's just i don't know right but no one cares it's again it's selectively enforced so i think what we're going to start seeing probably this year and this could be so way off the mark this could be like Bill Gates saying you'll never need more than 600 kilobytes of memory. I don't give a shit. My guest didn't show up. I'm doing a solar rant. Shut the fuck up. It's a free program. I think we're going to start to see the selective enforcement or the selective outrage against China. Uyghur Muslims, they have people in concentration camps. You thought Trump was bad with people in cages. They have actual concentration, right? And it is bad. It is bad. And we're going to start looking at the amount of coal they're producing. And, you you know, climate change this, climate change that. And we're going to talk about the, the carbon footprint of the Russian aggression. That's coming. And it's all happening slowly. And as the screws start to get tightened against China, and it starts to become a common talking point, much like Trump says e, the uh, EU needs, need, needs to pay their fair share of NATO and everyone says you're a fucking warmonger Nazi orange man. Now it's just accepted. You need to pay because, you know, Slava Ukraini. <coughs> Wuhan. Calling it the China virus was racist and xenophobic. It will now be seen as understood. And it's going to give them a way to sort of wash their hands of all of it, right? It's like the people saying we need a pandemic am- amnesty. We all said things we didn't need. And then you have other people being like, no, fuck you. You wanted to inject me with something and say I couldn't feed my kids, right? What's going to happen is is they're going to magically resolve the left-right friction and say, hey, we're, ar- we're having the wrong argument. It was China. 
They released a bioweapon. We did the best we could. Spoiler alert, we released it in Wuhan. But, like, we're going to say, like, they released a bioweapon. All these vaccines came out, and we didn't know what to do. And it's not actually that the pro-vaxxers hate the anti-vaxxers. We were all, it's no one's fault. Everybody hug and make up. We got to go fuck up China. That's what it's going to be. Russia, America, hey, we, we have our differences. Let's go kill Hitler and the Japanese, right? That's what it's going to be. It's going to conveniently, I think, in the last week, all of the, the Senate unanimously. <coughs> I do need a water sponsor. Should I turn this podcast and just ASMR? I drink, I drink water. <sighs> Tiny's podcast. Um. <clears throat> I wonder if there's an ASMR black market weapons channel. Where it's just a guy like in a in a in a shipping crate just undoing boxes full of like packing peanuts and taking out silencers and screwing them onto guns and you know, a microphone really close to like the cash boxes. He's taking different currencies and anyway. I think we're going to start to see like a selective enforcement of outrage at the Uyghurs. It's going to be three things. The biggie is going to be COVID. And then the two side dishes are going to be uh, climate change and the Uyghurs, right? And that's going to be a pretty broad swath of the population. You're probably not going to have everyone taking all three pieces of bait. Oh, and then Slava, Taiwan or whatever the fuck they say there. It's going to be Slava, Taiwan, or Slava, Ukraine. I don't even know what the fuck. I stand with Taiwan and Ukraine. It's going to be a bunch of shitty propaganda of, like, Taiwan and, like, Ukraine, like, back-to-back, like, I got your back if you got mine, brother. It's going to be so cringy. You're going to have all, like, the Marvel actors saying, like, this is just like Thanos. It's going to be fucking up. You're going to see art of, like, the, the, the Chinese flag, but instead of the stars, it's going to be Thanos' fist. It's going to be great. It's going to be so cringy. It's going to be fantastic. And that's going to lead us into not World War Three because they don't want World War Three. No one wants it. They all want to keep... Listen, they all want to keep going to Epstein's Island. They all want to keep rigging stock markets. They want gold-plated Bentleys. It's just what it is. They don't want to ruin the game. There's going to be World War Three, And it's going to be... Well, it's going to be Cold War Two. excuse me. Cold War Two under the threat of World War Three, much like Cold War One was under the umbrella of Cold War III, uh, World War Three. I'm just having a stroke here. World Banana 9-4. Yeah. We're going to push Russia and China together. And it's going to be us versus them. And it's going to be... This is going to run for a good four or five decades. All of the EU. It's going to be World War Two. There is no novel thinking anymore. Everything is a fucking sequel. It's going to be us and Britain and the Liberty ships and buy war bonds and fucking a return of trad wives. And they're going to be in the fucking factories making shells or whatever. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. And we're going to keep pushing Russia and China together. 
they're going to do a couple strikes to make it feel real, right? We're just going to have to keep bolstering this and keep bolstering this and keep bolstering this. And it never seems like it because we're in it. But you got to look at it from 2099 till now. And if you don't know, because this is live, if you don't know why I'm saying 2099, go back to the beginning of the podcast, take take your notes, and shut the fuck up. But that's what it's going to be. Taiwan and Ukraine, all those flags in every profile. We're going to be hitting hitting China on the Uyghurs, on climate change, and the biggie's going to be COVID. That's going to... Pfizer and Moderna are magically going to be like just, you know, all the fraud that technically vitiates their legal lie or their legal immunity from the Trump administration. Everyone's just going to forget about that. The Twitter file. Hey, we're all going to be like, hey, we all didn't know it was a it was a Chinese bioweapon. Let's stop yelling at each other and let's go kill the people that don't look like us. It's going to be good old America. We're going to do this whole thing. I don't know where South America pulls into this whole thing. I, I don't care. Probably have some proxy wars down there. It, if if this turns into something and then like China starts funding the cartels in Mexico and Biden builds a wall, I'll shit my pants. That will be fucking the most hilarious. I'll I will I will wear a Biden hoodie. If Biden ends up doing everything Trump wanted to under the guise of hating Trump and still doing it, getting getting the EU to pay their fair share to NATO, going to war with Russia against China and then building a wall in the southern, I'll laugh my fucking ass off. There's going to be another space race, right? We're going to go to the we're going to go to Mars not because it is easy because it's going to it's by the way, there's going to be no novel things here. It's going to be the entire Cold War replayed in a modern twist. It's going to be a movie remade with 4K HDR, better audio, better CGI. It's going to be the Cold War again just with a modern twist. That's all it's going to be. That's how they're going to justify all the government censorship that's, you know, after the Twitter files, you know, there's going to be like a Facebook files and a YouTube files and an Instagram files and a TikTok files, TikTok files. It's going to be fucking it's going to go forever. And they're going to come out and say, well, actually, and once it's going to be accepted into the Overton window that we're at war with China and Russia, it's going to be, well, we knew that because you got to trust the intelligence community. And and, and we were pro we were preemptively censoring and then they're going to repeal that. I think it is, is already repealed. But if it's not, they're going to repeal the Smith Mund Act and we're going to impose a government sanctioned censorship, which we did in World War One and World War Two. And they're going to retroactively say that's what the Twitter files was. So it wasn't actually a government overreach. It was Uncle Sam helping you. We're going to open Guantanamo. We're going to bolster up Guantanamo. It's going to be great. Extraordinary renditions all throughout Europe and Asia. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be great, right? We're going to pair up with with Japan again. We're going to really bolster our presence in Okinawa. It's going to be insane. Right, we're gonna have whoever the fuck's the leader of Taiwan. They're gonna go on the Zelensky circuit. It's gonna be the gayest thing you've ever seen. It's gonna be fascinating to watch, and it's gonna be Cold War too. And you know, at least technology is gonna accelerate. I mean, right? All the normies will get on board because NASA is gonna get like a forty percent increase in their budget or something. It's gonna be great. You know, buy war bonds. It's going to be fantastic. But that's where we're going. That's what I think, at least. Or not. I mean, Russia just might nuke Ukraine and everyone just goes, all right, well, whatever, we had our fun. Like, that also is an outcome. 
it's also an outcome that China really did release COVID, and that, then they're going to release another bioweapon and just really fuck us to death. That That's also an option. It's also an option that they're all working together to fuck us, which is very plausible. Like, that might also be a coordinated thing. But that's also, like, a new thing that they haven't done before. They've never been able to quite capture the whole world. I think it's in their best interest to create an enemy and say, fuck them, and then not actually be working with them, right? I think that's probably what we're doing with Russia and China. not for it. I'm not against it. I don't really care, to be honest. I just think that that's what we're doing. We're just trying to fuck them to death. Um, so, oh, fuck. I got another podcast. I got to, oops. I'm retarded. So, yeah, Russia's going to fucking, China's going to be bad. It's all going to be whatever. Problem reaction agenda 2030. Shout out Curb Shifter. Thanks for commenting. Um, yeah, so I don't really know what it's going to be. I don't really care. Um, what I do care about is uh, press that red button next to my username and join locals and uh, give me some money so that this podcast can remain independent and uh, you can keep funding these schizophrenic rants that are not funded by Eternal Water. They're funded by Tommy. Help me fund Tommy. I don't know if I got my point across there. I don't really care. Whatever.